in the endless reaches of the universe there once existed a planet known as Krypton, a planet that burned like a green star in the distant heavens. One of the planet's leading scientists, sensing the approach of doom, placed his infant son in a small rocket ship and sent it hurtling in the direction of Earth just as Krypton exploded. Because of the amazing powers that this child possessed, he grew up to become what mankind knew only as Superman. Superman was believed to be the sole survivor of Krypton's destruction, but what many don't know is that two others recently made it to Earth. Lacking the superhuman abilities of their predecessors, they have taken it upon themselves to educate, entertain, and maybe even annoy humanity instead. They may not be faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, and able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. But they are... Ben and Mickey! We're down, Vicky, right now. I know it's unfortunate, but sometimes these things happen. Right now, we're back into an episode of The Ben Show, which, if history is uh, repeated, will only last about one minute, because last time Vicky was running late, The uh, Ben Show got rudely interrupted by my co-host within seconds of me doing the introduction, but we shall see how it goes this week. I have a big show for you today, even if Vicky doesn't appear. Well, that's a lie. <laughs> we all know the show mostly revolves around me questioning Vicky on her sanity, and I really need her here to do that. It's quite difficult to do that on my own, so fingers crossed she makes it here soon. Feel free in the meantime to text us in 0427-767-767, or you can go to sin.org.au to do that as well. I apologise, I know I was running a little late today. It seems like... There's a party going on in the Melbourne CBD or something because traffic is insane, parking is insane, and so I just ran a marathon halfway across the city to get here. Only five minutes late, so I feel like I'm doing an all right job at this, but I am a little out of breath now because of that. And it's all right, Vicky assures me that she is also exhausted. So some people might be like, well, that's a terrible form to be in to do a radio show. No, that is our usual standards for this show so i thought for a second when she said she was exhausted that she might have accidentally introduced herself as excited and i was like what excited no this is bad news vicky i need you almost dying like last week that's when we do our best work and she's like oh i'm sorry you just misheard i said exhausted I'm like phew so uh hopefully she gets here soon but yes go to the website or text in 0427-767 and you can too be part of the show so far texts have only consisted of spam and a lot of it so if you need some medicine by the looks of it well we've got the hookups but hopefully we'll get some real uh, texts coming through as well because they're always appreciated you can also uh, text in if you've got some uh, advice that you need answered because later in the show we will be doing our time sensitive letters of advice segment and of course we have a few letters ready to go, but it's always great to have listener feedback on that kind of stuff too. So feel free to text in 0427-767-767 and get involved with that segment. Now, you know that we always do a musical theme during each episode of the Prop Showzel. Today's theme is covers. So that would be cover songs. And I'll kick it off today with our first cover song, Where Is My Mind? This one is... By Yoav, I have no idea if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but Yoav, <laughs> and uh, Emily Browning, a local 
Melbourne girl. So uh, maybe she's listening. Emily, if you would like to contribute to the show more than your song, feel free to text in and do so. But uh, here it is, Where Is My Mind? It's also from the movie Sucker Punch. So uh, she was in that film as well, which I'm a big fan of that movie. Good soundtrack too. Check it out. I was swimming in the Caribbean Animals were hiding behind the rocks And welcome back to the Prop Shows with Ben. And Vicky. Yes, you did indeed That was it. the nice surprise. So, uh, finally, the two of us in the studio, right in time to explain what the hell the Prop Shows is. <laughs> I didn't do that at the top of the show. And in the past weeks, I feel like we've been missing a key component of the prop showzel. Which is what? The proposals. Yes, we haven't proposed very much in the last few shows, have we? So, Ben, ostensibly, what is the prop showzel? What, what should the prop showzel be doing? What should we propose that we get back into? Well, my first proposal right off the bat is a bit of an experiment. Okay, you'd like to propose an experiment. I would. This came to me... Is the experiment, can we make it to the show on time? Well, that was a failed experiment. We <laughs> already know that. an extremely badly failed experiment. Apollo 13, if you will. Oh, and I also want to point out, I've been requesting everyone text in. It looks like the text line isn't working. There's a lot of texts coming in. We're being flooded, but it's with spam, as I mentioned. <laughs> so uh, Vicky, attempting to get into the studio, texted the uh, line, and I did not receive it. So if anyone's being... Trying to uh, jump on board the show today, it's probably not working. We so are I literally apologize. being overwhelmed here at the studio with messages of... Blogs, by the looks of it. <laughs> of online blogs. It's very confusing. And some medication, so uh, we'll uh, have to <laughs> try and assume that's not just our uh, weird audience this episode. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, my experiment involved around when I was watching the, the Oscars, as they are now called this year, it occurred to me... What would it take to convince people that me and Jennifer... What's that? What's, I've Hawkins? Yes. Is it? No. Uh-huh. Silver Lightning's Playbook. What's this uh, name? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Texting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember her last name, but we all know who you mean. The girl from The Hunger Games? Yeah, I'll, I'll think of this during the show. My brother's actually read the book. And apparently the Silver Linings Playbook book, There's as some would call it. Well, I didn't even realise it was an adaptation. No, it is an adaptation. Jennifer Lawrence is her name. Yes, Jennifer Lawrence. He was saying that in the book she's a lot less attractive and they sort of just, like, settle for each other. Oh, okay. Well, uh, that's not the Hollywood way at all. We've got to make both characters extremely attractive. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And apparently it's not so much of a love story. Like, they just sort of end up with each other because nobody else really wants them. Like, I guess we'll get together if that's <laughs> what you want to do. No, sorry. As, as they cast Jennifer Lawrence, the attractive Jennifer Lawrence, I might point out, I was wondering, what would it take to convince people that me and her are an item, or at least attended the Oscars together? Oh, a lot. I figure. Considering you've been in Australia while the Oscars were on, well, and you were doing the show. Not not everyone could have known that. I could have hopped a plane just for that evening. No. Uh, no one's going to ing- uh, believe that. Well, just, just say I had a photoshopped image of me and Jennifer Lawrence. Most people would see that and be like, all right, Ben's lost his mind and he's obviously felt the need to Photoshop him. In, well, yes, into himself into a Jennifer Lawrence photo. He that put would... his face on Bradley Cooper's head or something. Yeah, exactly. We would all assume that you'd finally lost it. But what if I had a thousand photos like that? 
we'd assume you'd lost it with a lot of time. No, I don't know. I <laughs> and possibly lost your job. I reckon that if if you saw a gallery of me and Jennifer Lawrence at the Academy Awards, a thousand photos in various positions, like no. not just me standing next to her, but in different poses and like on we the red carpet. We would assume you had probably lost your job as well as lost it. But who would have that much time and effort to... A man who got fired for being crazy. But what would what would my goal be here? To trick people that I was attending the Academy Awards? You were insane. You would quite obviously be insane. There's no goal here. You'd lost your mind. That's what everyone would be saying. I remember a couple of years ago, I stumbled across this girl's blog, right? Mm-hmm. And her blog consisted of photos of her with celebrities. Yes. But they were all photoshopped. Right. And so there was some obvious photoshops, like these obvious fakes where it's like, all right. <laughs> Her head was on a man's body, for yeah, example. Yeah, or there's like a still from a movie and suddenly she's in the background of the scene. Or <laughs> but there was some other quite convincing ones were taken on their own. If it wasn't part of this giant blog of obvious fakes, I would have had to look hard to try and ascertain whether or not it was real. Okay. So, just so what you, was the point of this blog of fakes? Well, that's that's right. What would have been the point <laughs> of me doing this? No, so, but why did she make it? Presumably, do. she just had a weird habit of like, oh yeah, I like Johnny Depp. Maybe I should uh, see what I look like next to Johnny Depp. <laughs> oh, quite good. Quite good. We both look amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think that if I went to the effort of getting, do you think or do you propose just to keep the show in the air? I propose. <laughs> I'm not actually going to go to the effort of doing this, but I want to propose the idea. Yes. That I could trick people. A proposed, a proposing? In, How do you propose a notion? Like this, baby. <laughs> I'm doing it right now. Stand if, by. <laughs> if, if I had like a team of, like I got the guys from Weta Digital or something, the ones who did the special effects for Lord of the Rings and King Kong and all that. Okay. If, Pricey. If. Well, just say they were uh, on board with my weird scheme. <laughs> See, this is already taking a lot of steps. Well, I'm just saying, like, this is all hypothetical. I'm not going to this effort. But should well, I recruit them? Well, that's the reason, then. I would say that people would believe it because no one would go to this effort. That's so even you. you wouldn't, though, to but, fake okay, it. Okay, well, just let's take... Weta Digital out of it. Just say I did. Just say, as you proposed, I got fired. I know you do nothing at work. You don't need to get fired. <laughs> I've rang you at work and had like a two-hour conversation. You don't do anything. Shh. I'm still trying to keep my job. <laughs> Just say. You don't need why. <laughs> <laughs> because they, they pay me to Photoshop pictures now. <laughs> I know. Just Okay, just say that I did spend the next several weeks at my job ignoring the work that was coming in and photoshopping my stuff. I, I got dressed up in a suit to look like I had attended the awards. Yes. I found, like, I went onto one of those websites where you can buy photos of celebrities. I found every single photo of Jennifer Lawrence at the Academy Awards. Why Jennifer Lawrence? Because she's about my age. I feel like it's Is more... She? Yeah, yeah, she's oh. younger than us. I feel like it's more believable than, like, Nicole Kidman, who everyone knows has already got a partner or something like that. That's like, oh, why is Ben and Nicole Kidman Why not go Kidman for a lesser invited? celebrity? You think that Jennifer Lawrence is too high profile? Yeah, like go because to the finale of My Kitchen Rules with one of the My Kitchen Rules contestants or something. Because that's already almost believable. Exactly. The notion of me and Jennifer Lawrence as an item is so outlandish that I want to try and see what it would take to get people well, like, involved. Why not Photoshop you and Jennifer Lawrence on the moon then? Like, <laughs> Because, again, I, I still want to keep it within the realms of possibility. that It's like, possible to go to the moon. If you Rest saw, in peace, Neil Armstrong. I feel like... Are you one of those conspiracy <laughs> theorists? He went, my friend. He went. I'm, I'm not... 
arguing about the moon landing with you. <laughs> that I, it is possible that you and Jennifer Lawrence went to the moon. It's it's ridiculous, but possible. I feel I like I feel it's as ridiculous as you dating for Jennifer Lawrence. Text in. Would you be more likely if you can text in oh four two seven seven six seven seven six seven? Is it possible? For Ben, is it more likely to, for Ben to end up dating a celebrity or end up on the moon? Go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash propshowsal, and we'll read out any uh, messages we get there. Because I would say Ben would be more likely to end up on the moon than dating Jennifer Lawrence. Well, you can... I know you very well. Yeah. I'm not saying that you I'm would... not even dating you. I'm not saying that you would necessarily <laughs> believe me. Yes. But if you saw a gallery of me and her, a thousand images long... You, I'd be like, Ben has lost it. No, we you, need to would be make sure he's admitted in into a hospital. No, there wouldn't. There would be a moment of dent in my dent. Yes, there would be a moment of dent in my mind. <laughs> my mind was dented by your insanity, That's and I would, would be calling triple O. That your mind was dented. Yes, my mind would have to be dented, and it would not be dented. It would be doubting your sanity. That's what it would be doubting. There was a claim recently that I think it was Iran made that they said they said they were dating Jennifer Lawrence. Probably. <laughs> But they said that they sent a monkey into space. Yes. No one outside of Iran believes that. Yes. Because we're all like, well, we would have noticed if a rocket ship went up, right? Mm. If me and Jennifer Lawrence were on the moon, that, <laughs> that is the equivalent of that lie. Yeah. But, the, but the, a lot of people watch the Academy Awards. I don't doubt that. And you would think that, like, if you saw these photos a month later, maybe people would be like, why didn't I notice Ben there? Yeah, exactly. But not everyone watches the Academy Awards. Sometimes they just get the highlights afterwards. Or, like, why didn't Ben mention this? Or, like... Well, maybe you know. I was doing the Hollywood thing where I was keeping it on the low down. Like, oh, I'm in... If you were cool Jay enough, Wall, you'd know it was the contract. down low, by the way. What, what did I say? The low down. What's that? I think they're both uh, nah. acceptable. The low down is getting information. The down low is keeping it quiet. Well, You're mean, doing the opposite. I don't know if you know us Hollywood types, but that's what they're talking like over there. Mm. <laughs> but I feel like, yeah, if if it was talking about us going to the moon, that's a, such an outlandish lie. Well, it, you could shoot something into the moon. Yeah, but surely NASA would report on this. Say Not, that NASA sent you on a top secret mission. That's my next photo. <laughs> you in a NASA suit. Here's our next song, Care Bears on Fire, singing Everybody Wants to Rule the World. Yeah, they do. What? <laughs> well, this show's taking a turn for the weird. I was wondering how long it would take you to notice that. Well, not long. Considering... I stuck on my head the entire song. Oh, really? Yeah. I was obviously paying very little attention to my co-host. She, uh, I'll take a photo for the uh, website. She, mid-song, stuck an extra googly eye onto her forehead. Yeah, I just found it on the desk, and I was like, I wonder if Ben will notice this. And he did not. We had a full conversation. You think that... He didn't even notice it. That's been a game for every show on Sin this week, where it's <laughs> like... People have just done a segment about the googly eye. <laughs> yeah, every single show this week has mentioned the googly eye. <laughs> yeah, Ben obviously did not notice the Google. <laughs> I tried to interact with Vicky as little as possible when we're not on air. Oh, so uh, I thought you were going to say as little as possible based on my looks. Oh, well, yeah, when as soon as you add a third eye, 
your uh, attractiveness decreases so much in my my mind that I can't even bear to notice yeah, you. Yeah, you only talk with the Jennifer Lawrences of this world. Yeah, well, now I am. <laughs> Try and spread that rumour, please. All right, I will. Apparently, Pebbo is text in. Actually, I know he's text in. It's not even apparent. It's extremely apparent. Yeah, he was able to get through. We discovered that Vicky's text didn't come in because she just texted the wrong number. <laughs> Did I tell you about the time I had a fever? Hang on, let's read Pebbo's oh, right. text first. He just said, Ben the astronaut. So Pebbo believes that Ben is more likely to go to the moon than date Jennifer Lawrence. Well, either way, I'll be accepting the mission. <laughs> and I was going to say, one time I had a very bad fever and I attempted to send a text message to God. Oh. Yeah, typed in God, did not come up in my contact Oh, list. okay, so you just went to your your list, you didn't have a number for him. No, I did not have the number for God, did, did not you, have the hotline to God. Did you get so far as to compose a message? No, I was typing in a message to one of my friends who's a Christian, and I was like, well, they'll pray for me, um, and then just somehow got short-wired to... Oh, so instead of uh, texting your friend, you're like, oh, there's an easier way to and do no, this. No, I didn't even think of it. I was just like, had God on my mind, obviously, and tried to send a text message to God. It just sounds like you're trying to make the yeah direct route. Yeah, that's right. I'm like, why, cut out the middleman. Why bother asking them to pray? I'll just <laughs> hit him up. Send this message to God. <laughs> they should do one of those things like at Christmas, how you can write a letter to Santa. Yeah. Where it's just like... When you're sick, you can write a letter to God. Yeah, but even like not even bothering writing a letter, that's so last century. But just text it or, uh, <laughs> you know, jump online, send so an email. So text in here, 0427767767. What's your request to God? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll re- just relay the message for you. I know there's an extra step there, but... Yeah, that's right. Would, would you have requested... Because you said you were feverish. But I had a fever, so was I think just I was like, just like, I'm sick. Can yeah. you heal me? <laughs> yes. And look, I'm healed. So. Mm, a, a miracle several months later. <laughs> so uh, a few weeks ago, we played our new segment. We uh, played it. It was just the advice segment, basically. It was, we just yes. give out advice. We don't have an amazing name for it. <laughs> Maybe we can find one. We which... do have a few amazing songs leading into it, though. I do. So, so that is the other portion of the segment. It's a dual. It a is dual a double segment. segment. Yeah. A twin segment. The first portion of it consists of deciding She's in on the, the theme intro. song. We didn't love any of the last ones. Well, I was leaving it up to Vicky's prerogative, and she dismissed all four that My I... prerogative did not enjoy any of them. Well, hopefully she likes these ones more because she features on them. Oh, goodness gracious. So this is uh, our first intro. It's called Just a Touch of Our Advice. <laughs> How was the recording session for this one, V? I don't remember doing it, all so right, well, it must have been amazing. It was. Here we go. Just a touch, a touch of our advice. We're not committing to a whole city. Yeah. Just giving a touch of it. I don't remember that. <laughs> We're not giving it to a whole city. We're just giving you a touch of it. Yeah, I feel like you talked over it, questioning whether or not it was you. Can I play it again? <laughs> yes, you may. For the listeners' benefit. Just a touch, a touch of our advice. We're not committing to a whole city. Just giving a touch of it. <laughs> I don't remember saying that. That was from two episodes ago. <laughs> I had to slow it down to fit the uh, music, but it worked quite well. <laughs> it was annoying that I've got two samples that Vicky did here where uh, I just grabbed them from the show. They both turned out way better than all of the ones that I sung <laughs> to the backing track. So uh, that was the first option, just a touch of our advice. And you also give the uh, added description of unlike Paradise City. Yes, where we were committing to give our advice to a whole city. Yeah, that would be a bit too wide-reaching, Vicky felt. We're just giving a touch. A touch. We're just a touch touched by our advice. Yeah. So uh, there's your first option. In the arms of our advice. Advice delivery. <laughs> Are you setting up for next week's? No. No, you can't use that. 
This is uh, our other option. Only two this week. Run to our advice. <laughs> Run to our advice. <laughs> Open your eyes up. run to our advice. Yeah, better than a touch of our advice. I don't know. They're both quite good. Text you, know, 0427767767. Which is your favourite of those two, or all six, if you remember that well? Which is your favourite advice lead-in? I quite like Open Your Eyes Up. Well, that was a much later part of the song. So yes. I had to do some creative editing around that to make it all fit together, but I think it worked quite nicely. <laughs> so uh, you've also got my... My little giggle in the middle. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so it's, it's a collaborative effort, that you one. You quite enjoyed that one, I can tell. Mm. So what's your favourite so far? I think uh, between those two are a close call, but I don't know, maybe we can use them interchangeably or something. Okay, let's see how we go with that. So here we got a letter from uh, Jerome, I believe his name is. I ate some marbles. Ooh. Too many, I think. Mm. It turns out you shouldn't eat any marbles. Yes, more than one is many. My teeth are bleeding, my stomach is heavy, and it jingles when I jog. What advice do you have for someone who ate too many marbles? Love you from Jerome. I say Jerome, put it into a song. That's nearly a song lyric. Can I borrow the advice letter there? I think it's pretty much Which like part do you find lyrical? My teeth are bleeding. My stomach is heavy and it jingles. When I jog, why won't you come back to me? My marbly love. <laughs> It's a song. It's basically a song about a man who loved marbles. Marbly love. <laughs> and uh, other hit singles coming this Christmas from, from Dickie Smith. Or and Jerome, is it a duet? I think that that's a beautiful song. It sounds like a hit song. <laughs> All right. Well, My uh, marbly love coming at the end of this episode. Hopefully. With the theme this week is covers. Maybe someone <laughs> can cover that one and, uh, like, you know, we'll get, we'll get an A-list artist to do it and make it a hit. I'm trying to think of... It's a song by the Postal Service that it would fit with very well. The one that's like, you seem so out of context. Because he says, my palms are sweaty. So my teeth are bleeding, my stomach is heavy. Mm. Maybe maybe he was adapting Eminem's. Yeah, like, go, go on. Well, it was like, in... Was it Lose Yourself? My yeah. palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy. My so. teeth are bleeding, my stomach is heavy, and it jingles when I jog. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I don't know if we gave Jerome any advice. So don't I say make a hit song out of this. Don't mm. let this experience become useless. <laughs> yeah, okay. So use the marble eating to start a music career. That's what I'm saying. That is all I'm saying. Don't let any experience of jingling when you jog go unused. And what Also better? check your pockets for coins because it might not be marbles. That's true. Maybe there's nothing wrong with you. So uh, what advice do you have coming across your desk, Vicky? Dear Ben and Vicky, I have a co-worker. Who refuses to wear clothes to the office. Mm, that is awkward. That is extremely awkward. Um, what should I do? <laughs> <laughs> did they put that um in the letter? They or? did. Oh, they were okay. like, um, how does one ask for advice? I could edit <laughs> that out, but... Okay, well, you got two options here. That's the way I see it. Mm. Join them or... <laughs> <laughs> or what? <laughs> or uh, fight the fight against them. How do you fight the fight against them? Join them or beat them, I guess, is the expression. But you can also beat them by fighting fire with fire. So get more naked than them. Start I... peeling your skin off before you go to work and Ooh. gross them out. If... And be like, now you know how the rest of us feel when they can see your bone marrow. If one of these two people happens to be Robbie Williams from the Rock <laughs> DJ video clip. Then you're in for a scare. Then you might have a chance to be able to do that. But otherwise, uh, it might be difficult to get more naked than naked. Yes. Mm. Okay, so that's not going to work. I, I just say that like, once you put them in the position of having a naked co-worker, yes. 
unless you're working out like a brothel or something. You didn't <laughs> specify your... No, he didn't say he's... This person asking for advice did not specify their occupation. We need all the important information I know. Here. They put an um in the letter. We, we know that they're not accustomed to asking for advice. Then let's not heckle them. If, if you they're are... obviously a self-sufficient kind of guy. If you are working as, like, someone who needs to be naked, like a stripper or something for your job, and you're not getting <laughs> naked, you're like the never You're nude. the bad co-worker. Yeah, you're the never nude of the stripping community, then... Uh, I feel like you're in the wrong. Yeah. Time for you to take a good hard look at yourself. So it depends on, yeah, it definitely depends on your um, occupation. occupation. Speaking of which, my barista is quitting. <laughs> Are you feeling betrayed by this? Not betrayed, just like dismayed. It's, it's, All the bad aid words. Is this because you had a conversation? Like, did he let you know while he was making your most recent coffee? This morning's coffee, yes. Because me and my barista get along extremely well. He heckles all the people in my life that I don't like and talks to me about my problems. But um, He's like a five-minute therapist while you wait for yeah, your cappuccino. Yeah, he is. He's the five-minute therapist in my mornings. But for some reason, he's quitting, and I was Devo. And he's quitting to become a bartender at a strip club. And I'm like, I'm pretty much going to start going there because this is how much <laughs> I like this barista. Yeah, where else can I get your great advice? Well, it's not even. It's not even really advice. He just sort of heckles the people that I don't like and is like, well, it's their loss. And I'm like, this is great. Uh, yeah, it is their loss. I know. Right, I'll be back Off tomorrow. To work. You know, yeah. I didn't even like coffee. <laughs> Actually gives me heart palpitations. Yeah. No, I've got the opposite issue. I don't You like, hate your coffee guy? No, I don't drink coffee as we discussed. Mm. But I don't like to have a rapport with these people. You don't with these people? With, with my servants. I wouldn't call them servants. You expect I, them to use a different entrance to the cafe? I don't know what I expect. It's, I'm definitely the one in the wrong here. Mm. But it freaks me out to build up a relationship with these... It freaks you out to build up a relationship, full stop. Maybe that's all, that's all the problem is. Because I've got, like, this guy at Subway, right? And he tries to say hello to you. No, he, like, started to ask me about my life and where I work, and I'm pretty sure he was in love with me. Oh, yeah, sounds like it. But, so I stopped going there. Luckily, there's other Subways. Seriously? You stopped going there because a the guy tried to have a conversation with you? It wasn't just a conversation. It was like, well... Where do you work? Do you like it, it? Seemed like he was specifically trying to find out how he could stalk me. It doesn't sound like it. I think he might have just trying to be friends, like friendly. I, I don't want to be friendly with the sandwich guy. That's so weird. We used to go to Subway because of our sandwich guy. We loved Sam the sandwich guy. Well, I didn't get on a first name basis. Yeah, Sam did. the sandwich guy was the Swinburne sandwich guy. But now I've got like Swinburne Subway. A similar issue occurring at the petrol station, where the guy it keeps like. I don't know, I've seen him so many times that I feel like he's, he thinks he's a friend, but I think like, now I have to, I have to be on when I go there. Seriously? It's, it's maybe that's what it is, it's too much pressure in my life, that I just want to get petrol and go. You are so weird. He wants me to How self-centred are you? It's not self-centred, it's after an exhausting day Oh, this is extremely self-centred. You're like, I don't want to be judged by my petrol man. No, it's, it's, I've got nothing to do with being judged. It's like when you go to the dentist, right, and they want to have like this big conversation, and you're kind of forced to make small talk because you're there for half an hour or so. Yeah. And you, Or like with a haircut, the same kind of thing. Whenever I get a haircut, I don't want to discuss. I just kind of want to like zone out and get my hair cut. And as we discussed in the past, I have this rapport built up with my hairdresser because he knows that. Yeah, there's no he way to, talk to you. There's no way to let this guy know that <laughs> in the 30-second intervals hey, that we interact. I don't want to do this. I don't know. It, 
Am I? It's probably we're going to get feedback saying Ben's crazy, which I wouldn't dispute. We have someone texting you and asking for advice. I think you should read that out. All right. Well, uh, I'm just saying that it makes me not want to get petrol because of it. <laughs> <laughs> someone is texting in, Abby it is. My boyfriend is coming home after working three months overseas. My friend says I should cover myself in honey for him. Be likes tomato sauce and everything. What to do, Abby? Put he- tomato sauce in the honey. No. Problem solved? Half and half. Oh, yeah. Make it like some kind of uh, Twix. Ah, he can split you in half. Okay. So maybe make a trail of honey to you and then be covered in sauce. But you're not going to lick up the the trail. Surely this is where she's getting. Like she wants this to be some kind of erotic night of tomato sauce. No one said that was it. what she wanted. She she just is like, hey, I know you like sticky things. (laughs) I've left a trail of footprints all around the house. Chase me. Exactly. Who knows what she's doing this for? It might not be something erotic. Jeez, some people, some couples just like to support each other in their love for sauce. Maybe she's like, and my boyfriend's coming home after two months and I just know how much he loves sauce. He's been on No Sauce Island. Well, that's one of those things when you go overseas. Like, I've been to Canada for several weeks at a time and I was really craving a meat pie and sauce. Peanut butter is what I was after in Japan. There you go. So it's like, if he has been So if someone had like made no a trail of peanut, peanut butter to them, I would have licked it up. That's how much I wanted it. But surely by the time you get to the end of the trail and your girlfriend or partner or whatever you want to call it is covered in more condiments, <laughs> you're like, <laughs> you're like oh, I just licked off all the peanut butter over the wall when I could have been licking it over her sexy body. No, but she's got something different on her. Okay, so she's got the tomato sauce and there's the honey trail leading up <laughs> yeah, to it. Yeah, that's right. So he gets all his favourite condiments and his girlfriend. How about you, uh, you get a different condiment per limb? <laughs> And you get whatever his... Or allow him to eat you and have sauce on your insides. So it, it really is like a Twix in yeah, that regard. Yeah, right. Just eat a lot if of you caramel. you really loved him. And when he gets to the gooey centre. <laughs> no. uh, advice to the naked guy, buy a paint gun. Ooh, that's uh, urban That's great warfare. advice. I like that. <laughs> Just cover him up in paint clothes. <laughs> or buy one of those T-shirt shooters that they have at the football. You know when they like shoot out T-shirts yeah, to yeah, people? Yeah, T-shirt cannon. Yeah, just have a T-shirt and pants cannon. <laughs> <laughs> just have really good aim and hope that it somehow <laughs> unfolds itself midair and clothes him. <laughs> Hopefully you'll get the hint just having a high-speed pair of pants flying Yeah, after the third time that you get a T-shirt to the face, you're like, all right, I'll put some clothes on. <laughs> that was usually my uh, rule. If someone fires a T-shirt cannon at me three times, I put clothes on. Oh, uh, okay. But the second time, you're like, I still don't uh, get I'm it. I'm not sure. What's going on? Yeah. Is this just a free T-shirt? I'm not sure. I, I think going back to Abby for a second, how about why don't we go like one arm, you can go peanut butter, one arm honey. The middle can be jam or something. Ugh. Like Focus the areas that you think he might or that you want him to focus on, put his more favourite condiments. <laughs> so it's like, it's like, you know, when you've got a... Uh, a meal, and you're like, well, I'll eat the vegetables or something first to save the good stuff for later. Yeah. Then he can work his way up. And so it's almost like an instruction. So put the honey on the areas you don't like as much and the sauce on the areas you do like. Yeah, if you like sauce more. Yeah, okay, I see what you're doing there. Or just make him a sandwich. (laughs) Well, how is that answering her problem? (laughs) It's not. Make him a honey sandwich and a sauce sandwich. The end. I like the idea that she comes home covered in honey and he hasn't seen her for three months and she just pretends that this is how she's been living. (laughs) I just wear honey for clothes now. Maybe this is the girl who's in the naked office. (laughs) But would honey and sauce really go together? 
It's question mark, question mark, question mark. Guess we'll find out. Ellipse, ellipse, ellipse. Thank <laughs> you don't you. have to read out the punctuation. Thanks for your awesome advice. Big hugs, Abby. Well, Abby, I don't know if they'll go together, but you could just be out to be hit on the next big thing in sandwich world. Yeah, I can always guarantee they don't go together, but you never know the people who introduced peanut Maybe butter and how, chocolate. Yeah, PB&J got invented. Yeah, well, that too. <laughs> peanut butter goes with everything, so why don't you just chuck some peanut butter in there, apparently? They'll mix the two together just fine. Yeah. I got pulled over by the fuzz last night. Oh, yeah. The popo shut me down. When last we heard about your interactions with the police, well, apart from your interactions with dating a police officer. <laughs> Which went the, terribly. The prior time that you got interrogated by an officer, you uh, you almost implicated yourself into a crime or something. No, I nearly implicated myself that I didn't blow. That's all I said. That you didn't blow. Oh, yeah, that yes. was that. So go back and listen to past episodes yes. to hear that confusing tale. <laughs> So what happened this time? Oh, yeah. So I got pulled over by the fathers last night. Okay. They pulled me over and they said it's a random license check. I was just driving. I said, yeah. okay. Gave them my license, got out of the car. And they were like, it's not random enough. Jokes. We picked you out. So <laughs> no, and they came back and they said, just lay off the lead foot. And I said, oh, sorry. Did you feel like you were speeding or something? No. Okay. I didn't think I was. I said, oh, sorry. Was I speeding? And he said, no. And I said, well, what do you mean lay off the lead foot? And he goes, oh, you weren't speeding. And I said, so I wasn't speeding. He goes, no, we'll let you off this time. He was just <laughs> messing with you about the sounds of it. We'll let you off this time. And I was like, from what? <laughs> and he's like, well, you accelerate really quickly. So it looks like you're speeding. What? Yeah. <laughs> Try not to draw attention to yourself. This is why I don't want to talk to anyone. <laughs> because the moment that you do get into a conversation, you realise how insane these I people know. are. I know. I was like, okay. <laughs> when, you, when you're a police officer, it's your duty to not freak people out like that. <laughs> like, don't draw attention to yourself, Leadfoot, is what he said. Yeah, I understand that once... You're, you get bored on the job and you've got to try and amuse yourself every once in a while. But surely if you're, like, saying something like that, it seems as if you're trying to make it known that you are speeding. Yeah. That's just going to make... And he said, we'll let you off this time. Yeah. I'm not breaking the law. Uh, well, that was nice of him. I know. I thought so, too. I was like, well, thanks. Thanks for not writing me up a ticket for the nothing that I did. <laughs> Always appreciated. I know. Will it be a fine for nothing dollars? Much like my $0 bill from Optus. I don't think I ever heard that story. The $0 bill from Optus? You yeah. did, several times. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I'll go back and listen to our archives. And hear <laughs> I that can tell story. it to you again quickly. Yeah, go on. I, I wasn't from Optus, actually. It was from another phone company, but they kept invoicing me for $0. They sent me uh, a bill for $0. I thought you meant like, like a $5 bill, like as in a note. No, no, they kept sending me bills for $0. Yeah, okay. I have told you this story, haven't yeah, I? Yeah, I remember this now. Yeah, yeah. But I thought it's like somehow they invented a new form of useless currency. Yeah, and they're like, here's a bill for nothing that you can give to police officers when they accuse you of not breaking the law <laughs> in opposite <laughs> world. Yes, it was extremely confusing. I can understand. So if you're with the popo, text in <laughs> about how it's become illegal to not break the law. Apparently it's illegal to look... You get pulled over for looking like you've broken the law. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, surely it's his responsibility to know what a car accelerating quickly or not looks like. I know. I didn't realise. He said, try not to draw attention to yourself. Like, this is like a police state. Like, hey, don't draw attention to yourself around these parts. And it's not as if you've got a Ferrari or something that you're going to be, uh, oh, yeah, this girl's causing trouble. <laughs> At last I heard, your car door barely opens or something. I know. I, and I was, like, dressed in, like, a party dress and I'm five foot three. Like, it's not as if I was obviously on my way to a 
you know, bank robbery. But that sounds like the perfect disguise for someone who is going for a bank robbery. <laughs> well, if you've got any comments on today's show or you are with the fuzz, you can text us <laughs> in on 0427767767. Uh, but we've got to finish up there today with a bit of what have we learned this week. Mm, and you know what comes with the what have we learned. It's the what did we learn jingle. It is the what did we learn bed, I would go with. Oh, what I meant. I learned that police officers <laughs> are abusing their power. I also learned that. Yeah. <laughs> I learned the door code to the studio. <laughs> I learned that it is just as likely that me and Jennifer Lawrence would go to the moon as it is <laughs> that we would attend the Academy Awards. I learned that you are very close to losing your mind. Well, and how to spot the signs. I think we uh, both can agree on that. I learned that I should probably be more patient with the uh, small talk at convenience stores, <laughs> but we'll still not be. I learned that every bad thing that happens to you can be turned into a fantastic song. <laughs> and uh, I learned that, once again, we didn't really solve that many people's problems, but if you've got some honey and... Uh, some source queries will be right on it. <laughs> we will definitely answer you. So uh, thanks everyone for listening to another episode of the Prop Showzel. So we're going to go into Ryan Adams's Wonderwall to finish off today's episode of the Prop Showzel. You can email me, Vicky at insaneramblings.net or Ben at insaneramblings.net. Catch the both of us podcast at insaneramblings.net or join the Facebook which is facebook.com slash propshowsall. And you can text in 0427767767. (laughs) Yes, for the uh, two seconds that will be left (laughs) on air. But uh, join us again next week at 1pm on Sunday. Unless the popo shuts me down. And if you you didn't catch any of today's nonsense, you can jump on our uh, website or on iTunes and download all the podcasts. And you can rate and review us there as well. Exactly. So uh, thanks for listening. Here is Wonderwall. Today's gonna be the day that they're gonna give it back to you. By now, you should have somehow realized what you gotta do. I don't believe in anybody. Backbeat, the wood is on the street That the fire in your heart is out And I'm sure you've heard it all before You never really had a doubt I don't believe that anybody Feels the way I do about you now In all the roads we have to walk winding And all the lights that lead the way are blinding And there are many things that I'd like to say to you But I don't know how Sit and read me Gonna be the one that saves me And after You're my one
insane ramblings.